damn it. Check, 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 check. Hello, hello. Man, I hope this is hooked up to the board. Um, okay, hi, this is Fish Stick, and I am locked out. I came out to grab the newspaper, and because I'm an idiot, I left my keys on the desk, and now I'm absolutely boned. Uh, so, whew, I got the remote gear out of the van, and I, I guess we're gonna do the show live from the road. I'm gonna feel so stupid if this isn't working, and I'm just freezing my ass off talking to myself. Oh, damn it. Okay, um, so we're gonna... We're gonna walk. Walk and talk. Man on the street. Fish stick, live from fucking Cross Street. And I don't even have someone running the board, so I, I don't have any of the sounders or anything. I guess we're gonna ha- Hey! Slow down! There's kids on this street, you cucknit! Was that- Was that Mulch's truck? He's turning around. Oh, nope, 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 not Mulch! Oh god, okay. Okay. Okay, so... Now I'm uh, coming to you live from the bushes in front of number 12. And maybe screaming at dudes in big trucks is not the best uh, life choice when you're stuck outside in a t-shirt at 5.30 in the morning. So uh, we're uh, in Fish Sticks Topic Topics. We're going to be talking about courtesy. <sighs> I have no idea what I'm doing. Oh, this is what I get for not having a phone. Um, I think... I think Colin lives, like, the next street over. Maybe I can just... Uh, okay, truck's gone. I'll just... Uh, let's let's just go see Colin, and, and maybe, maybe he can help somehow, and, and we can figure something out. Oh, damn, is it cold. You know that... You know that smell? Maybe it's just a New England thing, but in, in the winter, I, I think it's wood stove smell. Like when you step out on, like, a cold morning, it's like, it's like a nice cold smell, and then it's, it's the only thing that doesn't suck about winter here. Um, ugh. Ugh. I'm sweating. It's like freezing on me. I hate that. Oh, I hope the rest of the crew doesn't just show up and wait. I know the professor would take off after like five minutes, but Lulu's pretty damn motivated. Okay, I, uh, we're on the right road, I think. Gilbo Ave. Um. Ah, shit, okay. That's seven. I think Colin is 18? I know he drives a Mini Cooper, so maybe there's... Is that... Yeah, okay, no, that's definitely his place. Um, oh, man, it's so early. I don't want to piss him off, but he doesn't have a doorbell. I can feel my eyelids freezing. All right, we're going to knock. Please don't be mad. Please don't be mad. Please don't be mad. Hello? Hey, Colin, good morning. Uh, Colin, um, how's it going? Well, I was doing... Great. I was asleep, and very happy, and dreaming about Bruce Springsteen singing me to sleep. But now, now I'm standing outside, or at least with my door open, and it's freezing cold. Yeah! I know, it, it kind of sucks out here. Hey, can I, can I come in real quick? I have a feeling that you're not gonna go away unless I say yes. Thank you so. for, thank you. Yep. Um, by the way, Colin, uh, say hi to uh, our listeners because I am. We're, we are live on the radio. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm okay. Hang on. What now? We're uh, we're live on uh, I don't know radio. It's the uh, I don't know morning show, and you are now a part of that. Hi, listeners. Hey, I'm Colin. And this, well, you can't see it, but this is my home, and 
Uh, make yourself comfortable? Is that is that what I would say? This is audio format. How does this work? I, I wouldn't worry about it too much. I mean, you, you've done like podcasts and stuff, right? You've got a bunch of shows that you do. Yeah, I guess it's just radio feels very different. Yeah, it's like podcasts, but worse. Um, here, let's just, <laughs> we can just pop down on like the couch. Sure. Oh, I've got, I got like leaves stuck in my mouth. I, I don't know why I'm even trying to hold up a semblance of having my shit together right now, man. I got locked out of the studio. Uh, I also live there, so I'm in a bit of a pickle. Oh, well, uh, have you tried calling a locksmith? The other part of this that makes it really interesting is that I don't, I don't own a cell phone. Okay, all right. Well, all right. Okay, okay, all right. No, I'm not Here's- lying. This isn't like a ruse. I'm not trying to do anything weird. I'm just, I'm in a tough spot. And like, I know we just joined up with you guys at Scavengers. And like, this is a really weird way to meet somebody, I'm aware, but I really just, I need help. Okay, well, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go put a pot of coffee on, and then I'm gonna grab my phone from my charger, and then you can call whoever it takes to get you and all of the bush leavings that you're dropping. Oh. Yeah, to get all that off of my couch, because this is... This is a pretty nice leather couch, and, you know, there's bush leavings. There's there's little droplets of bush and, and grass, and I feel like this used to be a bird's egg, which is very distressing. Yeah, I kind of have, like, an accidental Radagast the Brown vibe going on. I did not mean to do that. Uh, no, here, I'll, I'll pick these up. I'll just, I'll just chuck them right out the door. The whole, I, I appreciate you um, making coffee. Uh, I'm assuming you were offering some of that to me. And using your phone and stuff, but like the most pressing part of this is the the radio show that you and I are currently inadvertently doing. Have you ever listened to the show? I mean, honestly, I haven't. Uh, I know that I'm the person who runs a lot of this stuff, but sometimes podcasts just end up on the network that I just kind of go, yeah, sure, okay, whatever. Um, so I'm guessing that someone probably let you guys in. And I just sort of signed off on it because I was like, yeah, sure, fine. That sounds all right. Interesting how that's uh, kind of allegorical with me being let into your house and just leaving bush pieces everywhere that we weren't aware of. Seems like life comes full circle. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pretend that that doesn't hurt my feelings because I'm kind of a super fan of, like, myth takes and stuff, but that's cool. Well, you're about to become incredibly uh, intimately familiar with the show because we are going to drop into Fish Sticks Topic Topics. Normally there'd be like a sound effect right there. Um, I don't have, there's no one running the board because this isn't supposed to be happening. So what's the sound effect? Uh, it's the deep voice guy. He's like, here comes way too much information. Send your questions to, I don't know, radio and they'll end up here on fish sticks. Top pick topics. Wow. Fish sticks. Top pick topics brought to you by shit. I don't have any sponsors. You know, that was, that was actually pretty good though. Not going to lie. I was actually pretty impressed by that. Yeah, no, see, it's 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 a, it's a good show when it happens. Um, Fish sticks topic topics brought to you by Colin's Coffee, the coffee that Colin has. So, Colin, this question was sent in by uh, by by Ian G. Thank you, Ian. Thanks, Ian. If everything you owned—clothes, house, furniture, car—everything—had to be one color, what color would it be? Now, okay. I feel like this is going to sound depressing, but I would honestly say black, 
mostly because uh, it's very stealthy at night. And I think that I just tend to look best in black. Uh, in fact, most of the shirts that I own are black. I look good in red, too. But, I mean, imagine if a wild bull were to stumble across my house. Oh, God. I mean, that would just be, they'd wreck everything. You wouldn't have a house for long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would be Sayonara Collins Coffee and everything else. Uh, so I'm going to have to go with black because black is beautiful. Yeah, that's a good point. And also, like, from a utilitarian standpoint, um, all, you know, flora and fauna issues aside, your clothes can't necessarily get, like, dirty and worse. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like the exact opposite of Andrew W.K.'s issue, which, I mean, I, I love the man. He's fantastic. But all he does is wear white, and it's like, man, you breathe out once, and immediately your clothes are dirty. <laughs> and honestly, my, my gut reaction at first was to say, oh, white, because then I was thinking you could turn it to any other color, but then I realized that that would probably happen against your will. That would. Also, I feel like that would go against the very premise of the question. But then, okay, if we want to get technical and follow the spirit of it, is black a color? Black's a shade, man. Black is a color in the sense of when you look at a box of crowns. Crayola crowns. Crayola crowns that does have black and in the sense of light it is the absence of light but technically i mean for all intents and purposes it is technically a color i guess we can take that answer you you'll go with black i think i'm gonna go with salmon salmon or like puce hmm. puce all right i'm much more on board with puce because then you could just brand it like personal branding oh who's that guy in the the puce toyota tacoma <laughs> oh, it's fish stick. Like, that's his whole thing. Like, oh, he's the puce boy, you know? Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. Were you picking salmon because your name is fish stick? Would you believe me if I said no? Yes, actually. Okay, then no. <laughs> okay, sounds good. So black. Yes. And puce. Black. Yes. Black and puce. That sounds like a really awful, like, beer combination. You know, you have, like, black and tan. Oh, God. Black and blue. But then you go somewhere and they're like, hey, can I get a black and puce, please? Yeah, and they, they, like, scoop it out of the urinal. Yeah. And then pour in, a, like, a half of shot of Jaeger. What would a black, oh, no, what God. would a black and puce be? Well, I'm pretty sure the black is always Guinness. Right. Um, the other thing is, like, a liquor, usually. Yeah, so what would, what would, what would the, what is puce, though? Like, what liquor is puce? I don't think there is <laughs> one. Probably not. What's the closest to puce that we can get? Can I tell you a secret? Yeah, you don't know what color puce is? <laughs> no. No, oh, it could be like a wine. It could be like Guinness and wine. You know, I'm not going to lie. Actually, Guinness and red wine might not be the worst thing. I don't know. The, the like, rotted fruitiness of wine. I've never been, like, a big wine guy. With the, uh, like, the bodiness. The, what, the bodiness? The deep body of Guinness. Right. But, I mean, at least they would, they would settle separately, I would imagine. But on, on that same note, can you think of two liquors or two types of alcohol that don't go well together? Anything and Jaeger. Amen to that. Get that out of here. All right, that fulfills that obligation. Uh, we're going to drop into the Professor's Life Distresser with Fish Stick and Colin right after this commercial break. Make up a commercial. Okay, how's this? Hi, I'm Colin Parker of Colin's Coffee. It's a wonderful blend. It wakes you up at 5.30 in the morning when a stranger comes crashing through your door. It's waking me up even as we speak. Colin's Coffee, because sometimes... The world is just a little too much. Auto No Radio is not responsible for any actions you take as a result of the life advice presented here. Blah, 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 blah. The Professor's Life De-Stressor. 
Oh, shit. I never do this part. Uh, today's Professor Life De-Stressor is brought to you by Collins Couch, the finest Corinthian leather peeled from the finest Corinthian bats and stitched together with love, care, and a little bit of super glue. Collins Couch. Okay. So, for the Professor's Life De-Stressor, um, Colin, actually, can I take you up on that offer of your phone real quick? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Yeah, I'm just going to log into our uh, Google Voice account real quick, and I'm going to pull up the listener voicemail that we have. While you're doing that, I will say the great thing about Colin's couch, right? Yeah. Colin's couch pulls out even if you don't. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Okay, here we go. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Jordan Reed, and I had a question about eggs in general. Uh, when it comes to cooking them, do they need to be cooked? Uh, I just went out and bought 12 dozen eggs. Uh, so that's 12 cartons of 12 eggs. Uh, I know what I bought. And I'm trying to get into them and trying to start, you know, enjoying an egg and eating an egg. But uh, do you cook them? There's a shell around them. Uh, yeah, just kind of confused about eggs in general. Let me know. Thanks. I hope that worked, plugging the phone into this mixer. So the best way to... I don't even know if it's the best way to eat eggs, but like a beginner's guide to eggs. Well, a beginner's guide to eggs, I think, is is pretty simple. Um, especially for a young man such as yourself, Jordan, one of the earliest things that you learn is how to beat it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so one of the easiest things that you can do is crack those shells open into a bowl, right? You want to you wanna make sure that you get the insides inside a bowl, not on your counter, not like, I don't know, inside a shoe or anything like that. Like you want it to go somewhere where it's not going to make a complete mess. Um, and then you just take something that you can just whip it up real good. And uh, yeah, and then that's how you can get some light, fluffy, airy, scrambled eggs. Another really great way to cook an egg. Um, this is my favorite. Now, Jordan, you're going to want to take notes on this one. This one's difficult. All right. You take an egg and you put the whole thing in your mouth like with the shell and everything, raw, and then you have to hold it in your mouth without swallowing it or breaking it uh, for seven whole days, an entire week. But by the end of that week, your mouth acts as if it's like a Dutch oven, essentially, and slowly cooks it. Um, And then you can take it out of your mouth, peel the egg, and then you'll have a nice little um, hard-boiled egg, but like hard mouth-boiled. Oh, my God. egg. Yeah. I, I didn't think anyone else did that. I, we used to always, whenever we would go to my grandparents' house, um, my grandmother would always have like a couple of those uh, mouth-boiled eggs ready for us. It, this is going to sound weird, but there is like a personal flavor that like really goes into it when you slow boil an egg using just the oh, heat yeah. from, your, from your nice warm mouth. That it, like a hard-boiled egg is a hard-boiled egg. This is a, not a soft-boiled egg, because I think that's a thing too. It's like a love-boiled egg. Yes, exactly. And you know, grandmas are the preferred method by the way there's just something about grandmothers put love into everything and they have the jowls it's uh just a oh yeah yeah. part of the natural aging process creates those egg pouches for them yeah they can usually actually fit more than one egg in at a time when you're you know when a a young man's game is only being able to hold one egg at a time another thing too because i've i've been on this kick of trying to be uh, zero waste and i know you can compost eggshells but if you're looking for a good way to reuse them Something that I always enjoy doing is you poke a little hole in the top of the egg and a bigger hole in the bottom, mm, and you put yeah. your mouth over the little hole and you blow the insides of the egg out without breaking the shell. 
And then you can make them into all sorts of things. You can fill them with baby powder and throw them like smoke bombs and pretend you're in a spy movie. Or you can put little clothes on them and make like a, like a little line of egg dolls. There was honestly a large portion of my childhood that revolved around eggs. Mm. Egg toys, huh? Yeah. We weren't ever really big on the whole scrambled aspect. Right. Because, it, I don't know, I guess it was disrespectful or considered disrespectful. I mean, it can be a little abusive for sure. Mouth boiled. Honestly, a love boiled egg is the way to go. So I'm with oh, you on yeah. that. I think that's uh, that's some pretty damn good advice there. Yeah. You know, honestly, I was a little grumpy when you first came through, but between the coffee and the actually pretty stimulating conversation, stimulating is probably not the word I'm looking for. I think stimulating might be a sexual term. I mean, I, I just learned the difference today between freaking one's bean and flicking one's bean. So I'm not really <laughs> one to judge. Sure. You know what? We'll go with stimulating conversation. Between those two things, I'm waking right right the hell up, and I'm actually I'm feeling pretty good about this. Um, and actually, to be honest, I feel like if anything was going to you know perk me up, it was definitely going to be a question about eggs, because eggs are just a passion project of mine. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Colin's Coffee is known for its coffee, and then when it comes to breakfast, it certainly knows how to execute. Oh, Oh my god, I don't have the dad joke, Bill. Oh no. I'm going to I'm going to mail you a, a ding for that one okay, because it's it that sounds excellent. I'm just going to mail you your own freaking bell. That is the Professor's life de-stressor with our good friend Colin from Colin's Coffee and Breakfast Empire. We'll drop yes. into Lulu's viewer reviews right after this quick promotion. I keep Forgetting that I don't have anything for these. I just, I'm, I've got these Q words and I'm so used to saying them. I'm, I'm like programmed. Sure. Um, here, I think, I think we can probably whip something up. Hang on one second, everybody. I do have to get into character. Okay, put on this wig. Okay. That's, that's a nice guitar. Let me, how, can I play it? Sure. Go for it. Okay, cool. I don't, I don't know if this is necessarily going to be a singing promotion, but maybe I can provide some ambiance for you. Yeah, please just give me a little underscoring so that uh, this character can really thrive in this space. Are we, are we thinking dramatic or are we thinking like country style? Give me, give me a keyword. Um, I would say like gentle country or like loving country, I think. Loving country. I know, yeah, I know that sounds weird, but it's like it's not like twangy and like, you know, I'm going to... Have you heard that country song where the guy definitely says that he's going to shit on a Chevrolet? <laughs> Wait, what? No. Okay, before we head into this promo, there's a there's some country song. I used to date this this woman who was super into country music, and I should have realized something was wrong when I was like actually starting to listen to it. Unironically? Unironically, and I was like, oh, you know, she really enjoys it, so I really enjoy it. But there's this one song about... A guy who's definitely like a ex-lover of some woman and definitely feels scorned by her and stuff like that. And he sings this song and he talks about how he and his boys are going to show up at her house at like 3 a.m. And they're going to turn on their high beams through the front windows of their house. Um, super stalkerish and abusive, right? Yeah. And then he says that they're going to pound some beers and... Now, I understand that he's trying to say, sit on my Chevrolet, right? Oh, no. But he has a little bit of a lisp. And so he absolutely says, shit on my Chevrolet and, or something. I don't remember how the music goes, I, but it comes out of shit. Do you think they got paid for that product placement after it came out like that? 
I God, I hope so. For their sake, I'll try and see if I can figure out what the name of that song is, and I'll let you know. Okay. In the meantime, here's your promotion. Well, every day when my grandson comes downstairs, he's looking for a hearty breakfast. And so that's why I reach for Grandma's special mouth-boiled eggs, boiled especially with love, in my egg pouch. Grandma's mouth-boiled eggs, for when breakfast needs a little lovin'. I didn't, I didn't quite get the timing right on that. But, uh, okay. It's all good. Uh, I don't even remember how this one goes. Lulu reviews things you send in on, I don't know, radio. Ding. Uh, Lulu's Viewer Reviews, um, brought to you today by sweaty, sweaty socks on a very, very cold day. I'm just going to slip these off, and I hope that's cool. Uh, oh. I will keep my feet elevated man, your off. your feet smell so bad. Yeah, okay, I had a really, really rough morning. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty apparent. Oh, God, okay, I can't even do this. I'm just going to scoot this potted plant over. Oh, God, that's that's rough. That's really bad. Okay, Um. well, here, let me just stick it into the soil around this ficus. There we go. I hope this is okay. I. It's a good thing that radio is not a uh, visual medium. Otherwise, you would see a very ragged-looking man sitting on a couch, dripping twigs with his feet buried into the base of a potted plant. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely very good that they can't see things because I am wearing nothing but a robe, and the robe is not closed. I didn't want to bring that up, but, like, it's your house, man, so, like, no... Yeah, you know, you you walk into my domain, you're going to get everything. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, though, that could be an HR complaint. I'm actually going to... I'm going to... Hang on one second. Let me just... Okay, there we go. What the... F- was that a zipper? Uh, yeah, I, I prefer my robes to have zippers. It's just... It's more convenient, and it just feels more snuggy. Snuggly. What? Snuggy is a thing. It just feels more comfortable. It feels a lot more like I'm just wearing like a giant pair of pants. That's got to be the weirdest thing I've ever seen, and also I want one. Yeah, they're actually they're actually pretty swell. And you know what? One of the nicest perks to this is that you never have that situation where the little robe tying piece accidentally dunks into the uh, toilet water. Oh, yeah, it doesn't happen because there's a zipper. That's brilliant. So. I I almost kind of want to steer the review towards those robes, but this was sent in by a listener, and we have an obligation to fulfill. So this was sent in by Ian G. Uh, again, thank you, Ian. Uh, Ian wants us to review Mitch McConnell's sexual prowess. Hmm. Now, this is a bit out there. You know, I, as someone who's not hired by the company, or by the radio station, rather, um, I think that I can afford to be a little more truthful in my ideas on a politician such as Mitch McConnell. Um, My review of Mitch McConnell's sexual prowess is a negative infinity sign out of 10. Um, And the reason for this is because this turtle-looking motherfucker does nothing but try to fuck over the entire country, and there's nothing sexually appeasing about that at all. I just think that if I was going to get some sort of old rich man who wanted to really give it to the people, um, I would choose, I think, basically anyone else. I can't think of a better joke because I, 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 honestly, that's pretty much mostly truth. I just think that he's a repulsive human inside and out. Yeah, he's kind of a foul bag. I'm not any kind of a, an animal biologist, 
Do do you know do turtles have spines? I don't think so. I thought I remember seeing a turtle shell and like their spine was part of the shell. Yeah, I think it's a part of like the shell, which means that like it's part of the home, um, which means that like basically that would be like the Congress. So maybe that's what we have to do. Maybe we have to get him out of the Capitol building and then he'll just kill over and not exist anymore. Yeah, because if you pull a turtle out of its shell, presumably it's just kind of a floppy bag with legs, which is basically Mitch McConnell at this point. That is true. He is basically just a floppy bag of a human being. Like, he, during the whole shutdown thing, like, he refused to bring anything to a vote just for the sake of keeping things closed to keep making Trump look... I don't even know what the fuck his plan was besides being an evil piece of shit. So, like... Yeah. And I don't have anything against turtles, so I almost feel like... Yeah, I do feel bad for... I'm sure turtles everywhere are kind of like, hey, man, look, we've been having, like, a really good time recently... People really love turtles. Um, there was the I Like Turtles kid that became a meme. Oh, yeah. There's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, those four guys are pretty rad, and you're really giving us a bad look, dude. And it's just like, hey, can we just can we just not? Can we just not? That's pretty damn spot on. And I think that, I think that's a good review. Can we just not? Can can we just not, Mitch? Can you, like, fucking not, maybe? Mitch, can we cool it for, like, a week? Like, one week. Right. One week, Mitch. That's all I'm asking. Like, yeah, take a week, look in a fucking mirror, and just cool it. <laughs> That's Lulu's viewer reviews. Um, I don't know that we can make something up for this, so we'll just drop right into Mulch's News Garden. Is that cool? That sounds fine. Okay, cool. Well, here's the hard part, uh, Colin. I didn't, I brought the prep sheets, but Mulch doesn't use the prep sheet. He just comes out with something. So uh, it's usually like a trending news story, something popular, some kind of weird news story. Have you anything like weird going on in your life or something? I do have a favorite wacky news article title that I could read, but it's technically from 2015. Oh, that's fine. This is, honest to God, one of my favorite stories of all time. All right. So uh, local news. Well, it's really not local here, but it's local to the nation. Man mocks alligators, jumps in water, and is killed in Texas. <laughs> so wait, wait, what? Man? Okay, so yeah, there's this man uh, who right now is, I think, being. Oh no, yeah, it's Tommy Woodard. Apparently, they're describing that this is the man that did this. So there is a sign uh, in Orange County in Texas, and there's a sign that specifically says "No swimming, alligators." Okay. And uh, he was, I mean, he was definitely intoxicated, but uh, right before he jumped in, his friends reminded him that, you know, they were giving him verbal warnings and also pointing out the sign that says no swimming alligators. And he out loud yelled, fuck the alligators, and then jumped into the water and almost (laughs) immediately yelled for help. Oh my God. And of course, almost immediately after that, you could hear someone yelling, an alligator's got him. So, yeah, you know, if the sun is down, stay out of the water is the big news thing here from the Texas Parks and Wildlife. I mean, this man, I feel like probably could have maybe gotten away with it if he hadn't mocked the the alligators. It's entirely because he said fuck the alligators before doing it. Yeah, I mean, they were kind of like, eh, look, I'm not really into a late night snack. He, he can do what he wants. 
And then Jesse was like, they were like, don't do it, don't do it. He removed his shirt as well, which I also think is kind of an egregious fact of this too. Yeah. And then he was like, fuck the alligators, and then jumped into that water. And they were like, okay, all right, you want to go? You want to go? We're going to do it like this? Shirts versus scales, bitch. Like, <laughs> oh my God. That's very good. Did he, uh, did he make it out? Oh no, he's dead. Oh God. Yeah. Well. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, look, you can't expect... A man to yell, fuck the alligators, jump in the water, scream for help, and then make it out alive. I mean, I think that, unfortunately, in this situation, like, I feel somewhat bad for, like, mocking this man, but he did ask for it. Yeah, no, it's like, it's almost like a cartoon. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For everything, from the sign that says no swimming alligators to him ripping his shirt off and leaping in with them. Yeah, that was, I mean, honestly, that is a very... Murica kind of moment to me. Yeah. And like also being like, I know better than reptiles. I can do this. And then jumping into the water and immediately being like, oh, God, no, I can. <laughs> oh, someone wait. help me. I may have made a poor decision. Yeah. <laughs> that is kind of amazing. I, I was going to try and come up with a punchy line, but honestly, they, they kind of did it for me. The, if the sun is down, stay out of the water. Are alligators more active during the night? Is that a thing? Oh, no, it is. That's when they're eating and that's when they're hunting. Alligator expert Arlie uh, Hammonds told the affiliate. Oh, I don't know a ton about alligators. Is it those or crocodiles that are more vicious? That's a good question. I don't know. But I remember reading something where, in case anyone else finds them in a situation where they've screamed, fuck the gators, jumped into the water, ripped off their shirt. I remember reading somewhere that the best way to defend yourself from a gator is to grab its mouth and hold it shut. Because they have, like, a lot of muscles that are good for slamming their trap down, but they're not necessarily able to open their mouth with a lot of force. Now, I don't know if that's really the best advice to follow, because it does involve getting right up in there. Um, okay, so I, I can tell you this. After a real quick uh, bit of Googling and research, crocodiles are considered to be more dangerous. They are definitely more aggressive. Probably the biggest reason is due to the Nile crocodile. They are more dangerous than crocodiles and alligators of basically any other variety. They are the second largest living crocodile, type of crocodile rather. The Nile crocodile can reach 20 feet, which is six meters in length. It can actually take down hippos. That's like 10 times bigger than I thought it was. Yeah. And I I think alligators often reach like the most for any form of alligator. It looks like 14 to 15 feet. So it looks like that there are a lot of crocodiles can grow larger. Right. Uh, but I mean, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that 14 foot of alligator is not enough alligator for me, you know? Oh, no, no. I mean, 14 foot of alligator is still plenty to deal with. Um, however, that there is actually a really interesting tip here as to how you can tell the difference between a crocodile and an alligator. It, it, this is information that could save a life, right? So if you're looking at a large reptile, most likely in a swamp of some variety and you're like oh is that a crocodile or is it an alligator the thing that you can tell like to, to differentiate them is uh one of them you will see in a while and the other one you'll see later oh my god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> my favorite part about that was that like i just dragged it out making you think that i had actually scientific proof of something just to really get you like really interested took you to the precipice and then i was like hey here's the worst joke you've probably ever had on your show i just i feel like i just got mitch mcconnell oh okay now hang on now that's the show baba ganoush
<laughs> you got to say it. We, we say it every time. Okay. Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. Uh, hey, Colin. Yes. One more quick question. Sure. Um, can I crash here? Yeah. Um, I'll go get a, a towel or something and, and put it out for you if you, if you want to use the shower. Um, there's more coffee in the pot. Uh, I'm actually going to go back to bed because... I've got a myth takes to edit, and it's not going to edit itself. Oh, don't spoil it. I just started the second arc, and, like, I'm hooked. Okay, good. I, I'm glad you said that, because otherwise I would have had to tell you that Garth's dad is actually No, Hank. no, no. Oh, whoops. Oh, I messed that up. <laughs>